with profound humble gratitude and love to all venerated enlightened masters. We bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by their divine grace. Part 4 of 4 Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule. Nos programs offer plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com bar oblique schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com bar inclinada schedule. Naše programy nabízejí více jazyků. Prosím navštivte suprememastertv.com lomitko schedule. They connected all kinds of machines to all over my body. And because of that, they didn't allow the room to be warm. I don't know why. The room was so cold, and that made my pain worse. And they didn't give me uh, uh, painkillers. But the painkiller, even if they give, they cannot give too much in my situation, yeah? Because of the cold, it's very terrible. It's very terrible. It not just makes you in pain, it makes you restless. And I was supposed to stay still. I should not move. Please keep watching to find out more. Pan Vegan, walking like an angel on earth. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English with subtitles in Arabic, Oleksis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, Czech, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Russian, Spanish, Telugu, Thai, and Ukrainian or Uranian. If you travel to Jordan, you might hear the phrase كيف الحال, which means how are you in Arabic, the official language of this Middle Eastern country. My name is Halima. The righteous Jordanian are heartened by your kind gestures and generous nature towards others in your community. Situated in the Middle East, Jordan is located between Saudi Arabia's Mecca, the holiest place on earth for Muslims, and Jerusalem, which is sacred to Muslims, Christians, and Jewish faithful alike. 
Jordan is replete with cultural and spiritual treasures. The nation has six designated UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Among them is the Holy Christian Pilgrimage Site Al-Maqdas, as well as Wadi Ram, a protected desert biosphere, with evidence that people lived there some 12,000 years ago. Yet another is Petra, a magnificent ancient city whose temples, churches, and other buildings are carved into red, white, and pink sandstone mountains. In the capital city of Amman are many of the country's cultural contributions. These include the art collective Darat al which brings together artists of Jordan and other nearby countries. Amman is also home to the Children's Museum Jordan, founded by Her Majesty Queen Rania al-Abdullah to inspire children through interactive learning. Along with providing a peaceful home for its diverse people and warm hospitality for guests, Jordan also offers sanctuary to other country's citizens in times of need. This sincere generosity is truly a heavenly quality of the Jordanian people. We learned a lot traveling through historical Jordan with you loyal viewers. May the peacefulness of nature bring you tranquility. Smart kid? Ah, you are surely a vegan. For decades, Supreme Master Qinghai Vegan has illuminated our world with her divine teachings. A fully enlightened master, she imparts the Kuan Yin method of meditation to those desiring to immediately discover the God nature within to achieve in one lifetime eternal liberation from the cycle of transmigration. The Kuan Yin method has been practiced by all enlightened masters, such as the worshipped world honored one Shakyamuni Buddha vegan, the worshipped son of God Jesus Christ vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Confucius vegetarian, the venerated Lord Krishna vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Lao Tzu vegan, the venerated Lord Mahavira vegan, the beloved Prophet Muhammad Vegetarian, peace be upon him, Sri Guru Nanak Devji Vegetarian, and many more. Supreme Master Qinghai Vegan emphasizes that if we always remember God, render selfless service to others, and follow the laws of the universe, we will reach our highest potential as humans and truly understand our purpose on earth. An extraordinary living example of compassion, she lovingly and regularly sends material and financial assistance to refugees 
the homeless, natural disaster victims, and others needing relief. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Ching Hai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan receives love and recognition from various organizations, media, governments, individuals, and many awards, such as the 2006 Wusi Peace Prize, considered the Nobel Peace Prize of the East, the World Spiritual Leadership Award in 1994, the Mahavir Award in 2008, February 22nd and October 25th, both proclaimed as the Supreme Master Ching Hai Day, an honorary citizen of the United States, etc., and has been honored throughout the years with numerous other awards and accolades for her outstanding philanthropic and humanitarian deeds. etc. We apologize for not being able to show many other awards and honors 
for lack of space and time. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Ching Hai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. A true voice for our beautiful animal friends, Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan promotes the peaceful, loving plant-based diet and envisions with humanity's awakening to the sacredness of all life a tranquil and glorious all-vegan world where people of both animal and human kingdoms live in respectful harmony. Her initiatives included alternative living flyer distribution, the international vegan restaurants, Loving Hut, vegan food companies, vegan fair products, Supreme Master Television, as well as writing and speaking to influential government and media leaders, participating in televised conferences on climate change, etc., whether we are aware of it or not. Her efforts have had an enormous influence on global awareness of the animal people-friendly lifestyle and how this benevolent way can bring lasting peace among nations while saving our planet from climate change and disasters. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan has traveled worldwide and held discourses with the public and her disciples on a variety of spiritual topics. Today, we are blessed to present the insightful gathering entitled the World's Elevating Consciousness and Rising Vegan Trend, Part 8 of 12, on Between Master and Disciples, given in English on March 21, 2012, in Rocky Brun, Cap Martin, France. Peace for Ukraine or Ukraine. Because they connected all kinds of machines to all over my body. And because of that, they didn't allow the room to be warm. I don't know why. The room was so cold, and that made my pain worse. And they didn't give me painkillers. But the painkiller, even if they give, they cannot give too much in my situation, yeah? And the room was so cold. I sneaked in some warm bag, you know, and they just took it away. They said, cannot do this. It's too dangerous. They worried the blood would boil over or something and the, the wound would bust or something. Because of the cold, it's very terrible. It's very terrible. It not just makes you in pain, it makes you restless. And I was supposed to stay still. I should not move. And how do you keep yourself still when you feel like you want to jump out of the window? 
and run all over because it's like ants all over your body and something inside you keep pushing you. That was the worst time of my life ever. But what was wrong with you, Master? I cannot tell you. Secret. I got an infection from one of your sisters. One of the rare diseases. Transmitted by talking, by being near. Mouth, uh, I mean, saliva and stuff. Yes, I'm okay now. I mean, I'm really okay now after all this time. I still have pain sometimes, but I know I'm okay. And my health is good. Before, I thought life is forever. <laughs> I'd probably never get well. It seems like that, you know? Even if you take medicine, it seems like forever. <laughs> this was a very difficult disease, okay? rare, yes. Okay, never mind, that's enough, you know? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> even at one time, you know, I asked you guys to wear masks, even then I knew it, but it was still unavoidable. Somehow it sneaked in, into my life at home, <laughs> you know, avoidable here, but I can't avoid it at home. Sometimes I just do it, you know, just like that. Okay, I don't want to mention from whom either, okay? I don't want to mention what, yeah, it's good enough that, you know, like that. It was a terrible time to try to hide your ID and have to stay in the hospital to, to know what's wrong with you and then to have an operation and you can't run anywhere. If I run, I have to go to another hospital. And another hospital doesn't have that equipment in that area. For some special equipment, you have to go to some special place. And so in that area, it will be the same. <laughs> the same ID problem. So every day I was just thinking, okay, maybe this is my last day. Maybe the police will bust in any time now, any minute now. I'm just waiting for it. I just whatever happens, what can I do? Just somehow... I was protected, and I'm fine. <laughs> they yell at me, scream at me, but they didn't do much. And until the last day, when I went in to pay the money, then the, the woman at the secretary at the reception yelled at me again. I said, I just come to pay, but you have to give me the passport. And I said, why? I don't have it here. Please, I just want to pay. And then she started yelling at me again. Before you look different, now you look different. She said a lot of things. I didn't even understand her language so well. But I know she was yelling, that's for sure. It was very loud, everybody heard it. So the chief of the administration, I guess he's the chief, somehow heard her. Everybody would hear it from miles away. She was so loud. And what could I do? I was just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, really, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I just want to pay and then go, you know. But she kept yelling nonstop. She wouldn't accept money even. She'd just say, I want your passport. And then she got somebody translating into English and French and whatever, telling me passport right now. <laughs> and then the chief called her in somehow. And she took me and the driver in as well. I don't know what the chief said to her. Uh, but one look at me and he was saying something to her and then she came out. Her attitude changed one way, two degrees. She was just smiling at me and said, when are you going back to England? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> no more passport, nothing. 
And then she even accepted my gift afterward. Before she was thinking that I'm a criminal, because when I go somewhere, I always bring a little gift, you know? And she didn't want it, even. She was kind of, oh, she was yelling so loud. <laughs> ah, I didn't know what to do. I just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? And I was so painful, so sick. I was bandaged everywhere. And, and still she was yelling at me. I guess the chief took one look at me and was feeling so sorry for the little girl, you know. My driver, he's about five, six feet something high. And I'm very small, and he's tough and strong. And I'm little <laughs> compared to him. And probably he took a good look at me and he felt such a sorry woman, you know. Bandage everywhere, and I couldn't even talk well, and, and stomach everywhere, and couldn't even walk. And then got yelled at like that. So he said something to her. And she took me out, and immediately she changed. I was so surprised and relieved, of course, you know. I didn't know what he told her. Probably he said, well, just take her money, that's all you need. <laughs> all, all we need is money, right, to pay for the staff and medicine, doctors, that's all they need. What the heck do you need my passport for? Yeah? And the worst would be, if they don't take that money, I would just run away. <laughs> <laughs> Right? So he said, just take her money. <laughs> Maybe it was like that, before she ran away. <laughs> well, if it was somebody else, they would have pretend to be angry or get angry or scared and then go away and don't ever come back again. But I was just too good. I even came back again to make sure that everything was paid because after that there were some more visits, follow-up, you know? Yes. And the scan, uh, sometimes the scan is very expensive. They call it something? Some T-scan or something? Not CAT-scan. CT-scan. CT-scan. Scan the whole body, you know? And you have to stay still. And first they put some blue thing in your body, a blue medicine something, just so that they can see well. And you have to drink a little water first. And I could not even clam on there. And they were so rough, they just... <laughs> pushing you in there. They don't understand your pain. They didn't know that I had so much pain. They could not understand. Also because the doctor gave the wrong medicine. Therefore, it didn't help me at all, so the pain continued. And they took me from one room to another, all kinds of scans, all kinds of tests always, and then put me on a bed here, bed there, and I could, I could hardly... I, I'd rather die, you know? I'd rather die because it was so painful. And because they didn't know what was wrong with me yet, so they could not just keep giving too much of anything, you know, just give antibiotics and painkillers, but it didn't help in that situation. It just made it worse. It stiffened my body more, and then it, it was terrible. I couldn't even eat or anything. <laughs> and the worst thing was that I was worried about the ID. I was really protected because laying so long in the hospital, <laughs> Of course, I changed to another two or three hospitals, but still, you lay for at least many weeks in the hospital, and still, I worry. Okay, let's meditate, or I will have to go home, huh? Okay? Any more questions, stories, to keep me alive here? Yeah, later, love, yes. Tell me. Yeah, uh, I want to thank you first, Master, for inviting us. Inviting you? <laughs> Did I write an inviting oh, letter? I applied, but um, although all the risks and the dangerous situations. Huh? 
Um, you the risk, in a dangerous situation? I mean, you've, you, oh, yeah, so. you have to come. I'm used to it. Thank you I so much. I don't mind dangerous situations if I can come see you. Sometimes I can. That's the problem. Not the problem of danger. It's the problem of cannot. Yeah? You're welcome. Yes, thank you. And um, I hope it's funny. Uh, I have... Um, I adopted a cat recently, mm. and and I rescued him a while ago um, with some other sisters. Yeah, and I couldn't adopt him um, right away, so I was looking for others to adopt him. Uh-huh. But no one showed up, and no one was aw- available. So he was kind of depressed. So what happened now? Um, Just come right to the end. Did you adopt him? Yes, I okay, did. Good. <laughs> I was scared that you throw him out. Sorry. <laughs> and since um, I wanted him to be happier, I named him Happy yeah. after your dog. And uh, he started eating a lot. Yeah? Yes, like, <laughs> like your dog. Uh-huh, he's happy. Yes. Is he fat? Yeah, a lot. Did the doctor say he's fat? Yeah, he, he said sort of he's healthy, yeah. He's healthy, then it's fine. It doesn't matter if he's fat. But later I found out all the other cats who named Happy, they all eat a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Of course they do. Like my dog, people. Yeah, yeah. Especially Happy, she eats a lot. And the doctors say go on the diet, fine. I put her on the diet, but after diet she eats more. (laughs) (laughs) Then she is all the same. Or she goes and takes the food from other dog people (laughs) when I'm not looking. Yeah? Or she goes out and eats her nonsense, and I'm worried even more. So lately, uh, the doctor found out that she has the thyroid problem, and that's why she's fat, not just a food. So give her medicine, and she's very <laughs> model-like now. <laughs> but still eats it a lot. Yeah. Anything I eat, she likes to eat, even if it's no good for her. I say, no good for you, please. Not because I don't want to give you, but it's not too good. She said, never mind. <laughs> good for you, good for me. <laughs> so eat. Sometimes I feel sorry for, for her also because... Oh, she has his food. She has no boyfriend, nothing anymore. <laughs> and she's old now. I never know when she goes, you see? So it's a short life. If she enjoys it, why not? She enjoys it. As long as she's in a dog person whose life, I want her to enjoy. Yeah, enjoy also. Not just always discipline and not this, not that. And dog people's lives are already so limited. And because they live with me, sometimes uh, I like to be clean. So we have to clean them many times. Whenever they go out, we clean them so that they can come in inside the house. Because they be all over on my bed, my sofa, everywhere. And printing everywhere, paws, if we don't clean. Flowers, of paws, flowers everywhere. So we clean them, also for, for health's sake, you know? Uh, they don't always like that, of course. It's, it's a kind of hassle a little bit, no? To lift your legs up, clean four times, you know? But I devise eh? a new system. I told the attendant, don't mess with it too much. Because originally... When there are a lot of assistants, it's also okay, you know. But when only one, then I tell you, don't don't bother too much. Just uh, clean them once with uh, vinegar, yeah? And then uh, with water again, if you can. If it's too busy, don't bother, yeah? As long as it's vinegar, it's fine. Or use vinegar for one or two days only, not every day. Other days, just water, so clean. 
And now we just do like this. Of course, they have to wash the dog people's paws when they come in because of mud, you know. Yes. Otherwise, they will they will print their paws everywhere, you know. And we can't keep washing. Also, for environmental protection, you keep washing. There's a lot of detergent everywhere, and water is also precious, yeah. So because of that, we clean the dogs. Because if we don't clean the dogs, then we have to wash the sheets all the time. Russia, go home. Saint Rose of Lima, from the time she was a young girl, lived on bread and the herbs she cultivated in her own garden plot. We have bread, salt, and potatoes, wrote Saint Julie Billiard in one of her letters, and we are the happiest woman in Ghent. The Reverend Father Aloysius Roche. Vegetarian. Tomorrow on Between Master and Disciples. Sometimes I see the things that humans do in this world. I'm just speechless, you know. So painful. I could not even talk about it. So painful. Just so ignorant, you know. So much ignorance. That's why we do our part. Just make everything go up. Up in consciousness, the more good we do, the higher consciousness the world will climb up. It has a chain effect. You see, yes. change effect. Even if we suffer a little bit or a lot, just do it, huh? All of you and myself, of course. There are 211 countries and regions which have animal people protection laws. Uganda is one of them. Uganda, the Animals Prevention of Cruelty Act. In Uganda, a person guilty of committing cruelty toward animal people shall be liable to imprisonment without the option of a fine. Obey the law of your country. No more animal people slaughterhouses. No more herding. No more murdering them to eat, to lab test, or for any reason at all. Be vegan. Make peace. So be it. Peaceful viewers, we thank you for your company for today's episode entitled "The World's Elevating Consciousness and Rising Vegan Trend," Part Eight of Twelve, on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is "Pursuit of Holiness: From Life and Holiness" by the Reverend Thomas Merton, vegetarian, Part Two of Two. On words of wisdom, right of the noteworthy news. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more constructive programming. May you experience the joy and satisfaction of switching to a compassionate and healthful plant-based diet. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds, heaven Godspeed.
Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD.